Welcome to the show, everyone. Do you like that? I'm very yeah, I working. do. I do like it. <laughs> you know what I quite like? You know when they get your name, you, you say your name once mm-hmm. and they actually spell it correctly. Oh, that is impressive. Yeah. I thought that so. is I impressive. She, I think she's, um, it was like French or something like that. So maybe she that's why she like, knew. Probably used to. <laughs> oh, I know how to spell that. I've heard of yeah. that before. Whereas people in Australia, they're like, She's probably you thinking know, win. You get Ryan, Ryan, yeah, <laughs> Raymond, Raymond, Razor, <laughs> Rainman, <laughs> Rainman. Yeah, I had that too. All right, let's roll. Welcome to the show, everybody. We are here. We are here. Hello, everyone. We're going to be talking about staying on track during the holidays. It's coming up to. Christmas, and uh, this episode will be out. Actually, you'll get it before Christmas. A Christmas gift. Christmas gift. <laughs> Christmas gift. <laughs> and uh, yeah, staying on track during the holidays. This is a this is a tough one. Uh, I think because of all the demands that many of us have over Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Like relatives, gatherings, Christmas parties, and I don't know about the culture there, but here it's certainly like. Booze, booze, and more booze. That's alcohol. Lots of, yeah, lots of, I mean, and add to that, lots of eating, lots of lounging around, lots of, um, you know, desserts, if it's my family, lots of, like, endless desserts and just, oh, we're hungry, and what should we eat now? What should we And then movies and really very little time or energy for doing anything else, sleeping in, late nights, everyone's sleeping on the couch, Mm. like... So really yeah. not staying on track with anything. No. Actually, it had me thinking about whether a lot of people actually get more colds or illnesses, viruses, things like that, during the holidays because of the stress that the body is under, lack of sleep uh, or disrupted sleep cycle, more alcohol, more stress, less water, not as much exercise, probably not as much time out in the, in the sun, these sorts of things. I uh, must look that up, but certainly that's on my mind because I'm like, I know when I'm not getting enough sleep when there's too many social engagements and I'm not prioritizing health and energy and those things, I tend to feel a little bit more run down. And of course, nobody wants to have that during the holiday period when you want to catch up with friends and family and do these sorts of things, right? So, so I actually thought you were going to say something different, you know, about the holidays and getting sick and being run down because for me... I'll always tend to get sick before I even get into the festivities of anything. And, and for me, I think it's, and I think it's because I'm actually relaxed. Like a bit, I'm always like, go, 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 go. That now when I know I can relax, my body usually just takes a hit first. I get sick. And it's, uh. and I've noticed that like as being a pattern for me, like over the last 20 years, right. I'll, you know, but you, you'll work so hard towards something. There's that build up, And then it's like that crash at the end of it, you know, because it's done. Mm. And you can get to just kind of relax. So that's that's what I've noticed about myself. I mean, let alone getting into the other stuff. I'm sure that all, you know, plays a part and kicks in as well for you. Um, I think this is probably going to be the, the first year that I am actually going to try and... St- not try. I am going to stay on track <laughs> with, <laughs> with... I'm going to be on staying on track with several of the the newer, like, health regimes that I've put into place. Only because... I feel like when you stop one day, 
especially in the early stages, you stop one day, it becomes easier to then not do another day and then not do another day, right? It becomes easier to just tell yourself that you're tired or you're run down or, you know, you're partied out and you don't want to do it. So I know for some of that, I've already decided I need to actually just, you know, come what may, even if it means we're having social gatherings, I'll just do my stuff in the morning. Like there's always a pocket of time that you can do it, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what's on your, what's on your Christmas holidays list of things that you're going to prioritize that you want to keep on track? Have you got a list? Definitely the working out. So, well, more than even working out, it's getting on the bike. Because that's a big thing that I'm trying to like just get myself into a headspace for for being consistent with it, and I think that's the biggest that's the biggest thing for me. And then not going crazy with like the desserts and the sugar and stuff. And that's not because of a because of a weight thing, like not that I you know, but it's more because I know what are the effects of me actually having loads of sugar and alcohol. It's that I feel like shitty afterwards. I feel I feel bloated. I have like I already have gut issues. So you add all of this junk to that and you don't feel good anyway. So I'm just like, okay, within reason, like everything should just be within reason. And I was having a conversation with a friend um the other day about this and they said, but then it's kind of boring. So what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I'd wonder what their definition of fun is if not eating sugar is boring because honestly like when i prioritize health and part of that means and yeah i'll have sugar but prior uh, but uh, uh, that really means prioritizing energy a lot of the time i need energy to show up and be you know maybe not necessarily even the best version of myself every single day but pretty <laughs> as close as i can you know, the yeah. as close as I can yeah. to do that, I need the energy. And if I'm like <clears throat> crashing from sugar or um, hungover or any of these sorts of things, like I'm not myself. I don't. I can't show up full of energy, and that means that I'm probably having a lot less fun. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I think. Yeah, I'm not sure. That that just sounds like. Um, that just sounds like something that someone puts on repeat. They've heard someone else say, or because I'm not sure if any of us actually sat down and said, "Hmm, having more sugar equals fun," and like really looked at that as an idea. Most of us would just be like, "No, that's ridiculous. Like that. Come on, that's just stupid." Like, yeah, sure, but you okay, might get so a not, bit of a buzz so off a little not, bit not, of chocolate, maybe, but <laughs> but maybe not sugar. But what about alcohol? See, so if your social circles, for example, know that. Um, know that you're going to have a drink with them, right? But then one day you're kind of like, oh, you know, I don't actually feel like drinking today because I'm, you know, trying to do X, Y, Z. And then they're like, oh, come on, have another another drink. Like, have another one. Have another, like, oh, why are you being boring, right? Like, that's where I sometimes, like, in my circles, everybody knows what a sugar addict I am. So when I don't indulge in sugar, they're like, what's wrong with you? You're so boring. Like, you know, it's it's Christmas. It's the holidays. Like, you can do whatever it is afterwards. And then there's sometimes some of that peer pressure because you're like, oh, okay then. So that's where that's where I think it can get interesting. You know, you have to decide what's yeah. important. I think that is absolutely key. Decide what's important. Like, for me... I hate being hung over because I don't like wasting the day or the morning. I, I cannot stand that. There's nothing worse than, for me, wasting the day or lazing around and not being able to do much, not being able to think clearly, not being able to 
engage with people properly. Like I can't, I hate that. So I hate, which means that, you know, I'm going to avoid being hungover, which means that I'm going to drink when I drink, I'm going to drink responsibly. And, you know, I might have a, like a couple glasses of wine or a few beers from time to time, but, um, I decided at some point many years ago that spending time doing the things that are important to me and showing up full of energy is far more important than the couple of hours of being drunk. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> that's what it comes down to. So, yeah, but so what the peer are, pressure thing is some of the things that, yeah, it is, especially around the holidays because everyone's kind of, it's that one time where people, you're, everyone's in sync around holiday time, right? Like everybody knows we're, we're going to be off at Christmas, we're going to be off at New Year's. And so it's not like, oh, Ramon's off for this week and Divya's off for that week. And the next person, you know, you're all kind of coordinated. You're getting you're getting together. And that's where I, that's where in the past I've like caved. But I know myself as well to know that, hey, I can't get away with just one piece of chocolate cake. Because no, if there's a chocolate cake and now there's a pie and now there's like somebody's offering me a cappuccino and then and then there's truffles and there's cupcake, like I'm gonna have all of it. <laughs> so what what is what what's the effect of that, right? So that's where I'm. Yeah, I guess we'll talk in the new year and then I'll I'll yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, have this yeah. same question, <laughs> this yeah. same conversation. Um, what what are some of the things that you're going to be keeping up with? Uh, I think. Even if I look at all of the things that are important to me that aren't related to health, the quality is usually either dictated by or heavily influenced by health. So for me, I know that if I prioritize health, like if I prioritize energy, if I get good quality sleep, so I make that a priority over the holidays, I drink plenty of water because lots of social engagements means you know, there is going to be more alcohol. So drink more water, so stay more hydrated. Uh, prioritize good quality food and the times where I'm not going to, you know, like the, 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 the chocolate cake and all those sorts of things. Like that is far more appealing to me than the alcohol. But I do know that I, I'll be more selective when I'm in environments where I can't fully control the food. But I also have spent, a fair bit of time in environments where I can control the food before I've gone to the social engagement, like in the morning, for example. Right. So I'll prioritize those things and I know that I'll feel better. And when I feel better and I'm full of energy, I'm fully rested, then I can show up in the way that I want to for all of the Christmas stuff. I can be, you know, celebrating Christmas Eve at, uh, you know, at midnight. And I can also be up at, 6am the next morning and feel pretty good when the nephews are unwrapping their presents or at, you know, 5.30 or whatever the hell they're going to get up and get stuck into all the presents, right? So I'll be able to weather that, you know, five hours or five and a half hours of sleep that night because I've prioritized my health around that. So for me, it's really just about maintaining all the stuff that I'm already doing in the health department, because I know that when I take care of that, everything else is going to, uh, you know, sort of work out the way that I want it to. So is there anything though that could stop you or could come up as a challenge and, 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 and really have you not be in that maintenance mode? Like if you had to think about that ahead of time, yeah. like what, 
Okay. So this is this is so th- these are actually kind of my tips. My first one is I think every single one of us needs to prioritize health um, over the holidays. Now, yes, there's going to be alcohol. Yes, there's going to be times where we can't control the food. All these sorts of things. But pay attention to that stuff. I think the next tip is really to plan ahead. So I know uh, we're going down south uh, to the the family home uh, on the coast. There's a recreation center there that has a small gym. Okay, that's good. I don't know. I haven't checked to see whether it's open yet or what days it's open. Because I'm a, like, I'll, I'd work out Christmas Day if I could. Obviously, I have family <laughs> obligations, so I can't. But if I can sneak one in, I will. Boxing Day, 100%, I'll be, like, doing a workout. So if the gym's closed, which it probably is going to because it's a, a small uh, coastal town, it's probably going to be closed on Boxing Day which I think is a Monday. Obviously, the public holiday then gets shifted, so or the bank holiday gets shifted, so Tuesday they'll probably be closed. So I'll plan ahead, planning ahead, I'll need to take something to work out. So I might take the TRX or a kettlebell or something like that so I can get the workout in. Uh, and so I know that that's a sort, sort of thing that will prevent me from being able to stay on track over the holidays. There's no access to a gym because I'm traveling. Um, other things will be access to food. Well, actually, our meat order arrives today, so we're going to take down a whole bunch of like grass-fed mince and steak and stuff like that. I'm going to take the air fryer with me, so I've got access to a lot of the stuff that I'll use here down there. So I'm planning ahead. I'm preparing, uh, and again, it's all you notice. Like all the things that I'm planning ahead for are all still based around prioritizing health because I know that. I've got that handled even even 70% the social engagements and the lack of sleep and the here and there and the um, alcohol and these sorts of things like I'll be fine but if I don't plan ahead and I don't take care of those things I'm like you know in the morning wake up oh there's no food around Um, I'm a little bit tired so I'm going to grab some sugary snack Oh, there just happens to be some chocolate cake from the night before. Hmm. Really good breakfast, right? Well, it, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it becomes that sort of random action, right? This random action that you just random action. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, you just you'll just do anything because it hasn't been thought about or planned ahead for. So yeah, I, I love that phrase, random action. Yeah. That it's so that is mm. so true, isn't it? You're just like, yeah. oh, reach for the chocolate cake. Oh, yeah. Go and unwrap a present. Oh, it's like yeah, some, exactly. somebody shouts out and goes, champagne breakfast, anyone? And you're like, let's have a yeah. go. <laughs> 100%, Whereas you wouldn't, yeah. you, we wouldn't normally do that. You wouldn't that, do that normally. So. Exactly. No. Exactly. No. Yeah. Yeah. I like so your what tips. Are the, what are the, some of the things that we, that we do need to put in place? Like, you know, again, for me, prioritize health, plan ahead. Um, I like I put the workout first. That's something that you said at the beginning of this which was like jumping on the bike and probably getting that done earlier in the day because once the day starts and then you've got, you know, all these social engagements and obligations and and things pop up throughout the rest of the day, if you've already taken care of that first, you're good, right? It's out. Yeah, it's out the way and it's done. And then then you're not, you know, you're not feeling guilty because I, so I've noticed with myself and it, so it happened, when did this happen? It happened just the other day. You know, I kept kind of procrastinating, like just getting on the bike and I've already eliminated, you know, I'm not going to get to the gym or anything. So it literally is just getting on the bike. 
and just doing that for that one hour. And I kept kind of like getting involved in other things, not prioritizing what I wanted to do, right? So did what everybody else wanted to do. And then we went out to do like some Christmas shopping and stuff. Then I found myself getting antsy, right? I found myself getting really, really antsy and then putting that pressure on everybody else because I hadn't done what I could have done like early in the day. And then, and, and so what was the effect of it, right? It was me getting antsy. It was me being short. You know, the kids wanted to then go and get food. And I was just like, oh, okay, well, I'll get it. But then I was rushing them because I wanted to get home and I wanted to get it because I was tired. I was already tired yeah. by the end of the day as well. But I, you know, have been doing this thing on the bike for X amount of days and I didn't want to like stop. I didn't want that to be the day that now it, it didn't, it didn't happen. So that's where I figured, okay, I need to, I need to change this up as well because the holiday time, I mean, that, that is going to happen pretty, pretty much the whole time, right? You're, especially when you're with family, everyone has different agendas. You want to kind of go along and just relax. So I figured I need to actually figure out ahead of time, what are the things that are going to be like important for me to do as part of a daily habit through this time that I'm off and then prioritize that over everything else first right but the only way to do that is I know in my household everyone likes to go to bed late during the holidays and they all wake up like they're not going to get up before midday right so I figured I should wow. just get my stuff done yeah <laughs> they won't get it like they they will just and I'm happy to just like let them sleep in as well and like just keep sleeping just enjoy yourselves right it's the holiday so so um yeah I figured for me it's got to be figuring out what I need to get done even with work I think it can be so easy for anybody who's an entrepreneur and I know that you know what I'm talking about here you know to just have that self-restraint from jumping on your computer stepping into especially when it's even a home office stepping into your home office turning the computer on checking emails getting into all of that stuff so I've like decided even for that you know I'm not having any coaching clients during that time um and I mean, we're only talking about a week literally the week mm, <laughs> between Christmas and week. New Year's right yeah. it's a week but I'm not having any clients, I'm not doing any like group coaching, like nothing at all, but I will get on my computer literally for like 30 minutes a day and that's gonna be, that, that's, that's it, right? So certain things like that, I've kind of already put aside that, you know, I need to have as a, you know, just as my own kind of checklist of, of how I want my holiday to go. Because there's yeah, nothing worse than guilt either. No, no. You know? And yeah, let, let, let's talk about work for, a little while because like a lot of people listening to this are going to be working for themselves or have responsibilities in their career where they can't just like drop everything and I, I like your idea of just doing you know half an hour I think you said just logging on doing half an hour and I, I've said the same thing which was I, I, I think I gave myself a time of like an hour but really it was to do a couple of tasks and usually first thing in the morning, you know, if I'm getting up at like six, uh, I can probably do from six till seven or six thirty till seven thirty, do an hour, maybe forty-five minutes, get a couple of tasks done. For me, it's not necessarily about doing the tasks, it's about maintaining the habit. Because I know that for me, and maybe for many of our listeners, certainly not all, but for many of us. There's this on-ramp and off-ramp to work. And I know that if I don't maintain the habit, the week will go by and great. I can take a whole week off. Amazing. The following week, I'll lose 
three or four days just getting back yeah. into just, the mindset of doing some yeah, work. 100%. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. So it'll just be wasted time. So I know that if I just continue to have the habit in place, even if, even if it's 20 minutes a day, then it's going to be so much easier after that week off to just ramp it back up again. And I think prioritizing, so I'm going to add one more tip to this, which is prioritizing the things that you want to do consistently. And if work's important to you uh, or, you know, whatever it is, whatever whatever's important to you, if it's something that you need to do on a consistent basis and the consistency equals success over the medium and long term, then just make the make that a priority. Do 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day. If you're a, a blogger or a writer, you're probably going to do, you know, instead of writing a thousand words a day, maybe you write a hundred words a day. If, uh, you know, you really love the training and the exercise, but you can't get an hour in every day, maybe you just do 20 minutes a day. Like just maintaining that habit, I think is really important uh, so that you can get back into it after the holiday break. So I think that's what I'm going to do for work, which is just do those few tasks, maximum of an hour, keep it going first thing in the morning and I'm like, and I think I feel really good when I do that on the times when I know yeah. for the rest of the day it's going to fall apart or I've got other yeah. things that I need to do that aren't work related. Well, there's a satisfaction about knowing it's done as well, right? Whether it's exercise, whether it's work, whether it's anything else that's actually a task. You know, there is that sense of satisfaction when you actually, you know, just even mentally to be free that, oh, okay, I have, I can do whatever I want with the rest of the day. So, mm, Yeah. I think also recognizing that one week off and maybe some of us are taking a, a couple weeks off, maybe a few days, a few days before uh, Christmas and then maybe a few days after New Year's or that week after New Year's, like two weeks off in the grand scheme of things is like such a small amount of time. Even if you were to, in let's say it's a, let, let's pick some common goals, like maintaining weight or weight loss is, is going to be a common one. I think it's like one of the the most common goals uh, uh, as a, like a New Year's resolution. Everyone in the New Year want to lose weight, right? It's also has one of the highest failure rates as far as setting a goal goes. But like the the taking that week off, entering kind of a maintenance phase over that, period of time or even slightly indulging is not going to be the end of your life. Like it's really not, you're not going to go up a, dr a dress size or, uh, you know, put on five kilos over a week, over a like, week. unless you go absolutely nuts, which <laughs> most, you know, yeah. most of us are not going to do that. It's, it's not the end. It's not the end of the world. And even taking a week off, if you plan to take a week off of work and not do any work over that, week like it's a week it's really not a big deal but have some sort of strategy in place that's going to get you back on track after you take that and, week and off. yeah and i think it's what you said though sometimes it's like you'll take that week off if you don't do anything it it becomes harder to get back on that ramp again like it's taking you a couple of days to get back into like a rhythm and a groove you know of a, a way of doing stuff so i think that's why for me i figured you know anything more than 30 minutes i'm going to get into I'll mentally start getting into work, right? But 30 minutes just to turn things on. And if there's nothing there, nothing I have to deal with, great. You know, but it's just a habit for me of, like, you know, like you were just saying, it's just a habit so that there's some consistency of something. 
And then yeah, I don't need like, to yeah. be like, oh, is there anything on my phone? Is that, should I check my phone? Like, it's, I, I figured, I know I have email on my phone, but this way I don't need to be like scanning my phone. I, you know, if I'm watching a movie, I can just enjoy the movie. I'm not like, oh, feeling bad that I didn't, I didn't log on for half an hour and I didn't do something. And am I being irresponsible? Have I missed something? Did I not check my calendar? Because those things go through me, right? I'm like, oh, have I forgotten something somewhere? Right? It was there a bill that had to be paid and I didn't do it. So for me, I'm thinking that 30 minutes in the morning, whether it's even to like check on my bills, check my banking, like just do those little things. So I'm not doing that when I should be like present and focused on other stuff for the rest of the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just it's like clearing it off your plate, guilt free. Now I can move into the other stuff and I'm not distracted by the friggin' device when I'm watching the <laughs> movie. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing it, worse. I don't know how this. I don't know if this happens for you and your family, but for us, it's like the kids will put something on. I'll be like, "No, I'm here. I'm watching it. I'm, we're doing it." And then something happens on the phone. I look at it, and they're like, "So what happened there? Then did you did you catch that?" And I'm like, "No, no, no. Can you rewind?" And usually it's a good movie. I'm like, "Oh, can you rewind it now?" And my eldest daughter's like, "Oh, this is the tenth time I'm rewinding it." She's yeah. like, and it "Finish takes whatever you, four you have hours to do to get through a two-hour movie." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So that's what I don't want to do. These are the things that I'm noticing are not working for me. And so it's good. I can make a change, right? But I sometimes stepping into holiday mode, it becomes easier to like just let things go and, and you know, let go of certain disciplines because you think, ah, it's holiday time so I can like pick it up later. In an actual fact, it's counterproductive. It's, it's harder. It's harder to pick it them is, all up is. again and, you know, start... It is. And, and, and for, our, for our brain, maintaining a habit. So like two things for me, I'll come back to the brain thing, uh, reading and progressing the project that I'm currently working on. They're two things that I want to prioritize and maintain that habit so that I've got the consistency because I know myself. I know that if I stop, you know, and sometimes it's only like 10 minutes a day of reading, for example, but I know that if I let that slide for a few days, I might not pick up a book for weeks after that. Weeks, yeah. Because yeah. something else is taken its place or I'm distracted by something. The routine gets messed up. So I know that even if I just do a page, I read a page because that's all I can manage that day because it's some you know crazy day. It's very, very rare. Usually I can sit down for 20, 30 minutes first thing in the morning. But I want to maintain that. And the same with work, progressing the project in some way, even if it's just sending off an email or reading a, um, a paper, like a, um, you know, a recent study or something like that. I've got to progress it. I've got to do something every single day because, again, from a, a brain perspective, maintaining the habit is infinitely easier from an energy perspective than letting it slide forgetting about it, and then trying to pick it up again and relying on something like motivation. I don't feel like it today or I'm not, you know, really into it or, you know, whatever it is because the brain wants to conserve energy. So it's like, right, if we can put something on autopilot at this time of the day or in this, uh, at this, in this part of the sequence of when I get up in the morning, for example, you know, step one, go to bathroom stuff step two get some water and hydrate step three go and read like that is infinitely easier from an energy conservation point of view than 
letting it slide and then trying to pick it up later on because you have to consciously say, right, now I'm going to go and sit down and read. Oh, but I'm being pulled in this direction. Oh, I've got this notification going off. I've got to, you know, fend off that distraction. Like it's, it's, um, there's too much energy involved in that. And of course the brain's like just going to give into distraction most of the time. So, but how long do you think, think we need to be doing something for before actually we can call it a habit? Uh, I think it depends entirely on what the task is. I, I'm reminded of this College of London study which looked at different types of habits and they showed that it was something between... But before we reach this phase called automaticity, which is where things happen automatically and we don't have to give them conscious thought anymore, that... Like it's just an automatic thing. Uh, it was anywhere between, I think it's something like 17 days or 20 days or somewhere around there and 284 days. And so they took a bunch of people and they thought, okay, like you want to install this. It's a huge range. You want mm-hmm. to um, you want to have this new habit. Maybe it was like drinking water or exercising or, you know, these sorts of habits you want to eat a healthier meal. The range was huge because there's so many different variables and so many different things that factor into making something automatic. We can reduce that and obviously accelerate that process, reduce the time it takes to install a habit and and accelerate that process with a number of different uh, sort of hacks and tools and techniques. Maybe we need an episode around that. Uh, but because this would be super handy, right? Like, um, but generally speaking, the more conscious effort and energy that's required, the longer it's going to take to do that habit. So, for example, something as simple as getting a glass of water first thing in the morning is a fairly easy habit, providing that there's some sort of motivation there, there's some reason why you're wanting to do that. It's a pretty easy habit because it doesn't take a lot of energy or thought to do that thing, right? Uh, having the habit of writing a thousand words a day, it's a pretty big thing. You've got to, it, there's a lot of steps involved in that. For the water, it's, you know, take a glass, pour the water, Fill it up, drink the drink water. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, to write a thousand words a day, there's going into the office, opening up the laptop or computer, opening up the Word document, sitting there, having an idea about what you're going to write, probably planning for that, writing the words, editing. Like there's yeah. there's a lot more involved in that. There's so, so much, it's a lot yeah, more there's so much that goes into that. Mm-hmm. So much that goes into that. So one way of, and, and maybe we'll just give one quick tip here, one way of being able to install a habit more easily is to reduce the amount of energy or steps that it's going to take. And that's why uh, I think I mentioned this before, the smallest next step strategy. What's the smallest next step that you can take that's going to guarantee that this thing is going to happen? So if it's something that is more complex, like let's say maybe it's not a thousand words. Let's say you just want to write a couple of hundred words. Okay, right. If you want to prioritize that as a habit, what's the smallest next step that you can take to guarantee that this is going to follow through? Well, rather than thinking about the 200 words that you're going to write, just think about opening the laptop and and opening the Word document. That's your first step. Just do that. Well, well, that's why with my with my planner and like my evening journaling, right? And I think I talked about this last week. Um, I have found that 
the way for me to actually get it done is I've got to take it upstairs with me. And it's my, my routine is like, okay, take the planner upstairs with me, put it by the bed with like my phone and my, you know, my cup of tea or whatever else I've got there. And then go like have that routine of, okay, I'm going to wash my face to make sure that I'm not like cranky and I'm not filling out my evening journal, like in a, in a weird state. So whether it's having a shower or washing my face or whatever it is, and then getting into bed and then actually relaxing and, and then writing in it. Right. But that's, that's what I have found it actually works because there's a few nights where I've thought, oh, I'll, I'll sit here, you know, I'm turning my computer off. I'll sit here and I'll do it. And I just don't feel like doing it because I'm still, I haven't like changed my own environment. I haven't changed my mm. own state. Right. So then I was noticing, you know, I would procrastinate. I'd be like, ugh, don't feel like doing it now. Okay, I'll do it later. Then suddenly, you know, it, it kind of seemed more like a chore to do it as opposed to, okay, how do, how do I enjoy this task as well? Because for me, it's enjoyment too. We can have a task, but if there's no, you know, like I sometimes we don't, we don't ordinarily know perhaps what's even motivating us to do something. You just know that you want to do it but there's got to be some sense of satisfaction or fulfillment or meaning to why you're doing something. So that's oh, where I felt course. like, ah, yeah. you know? Mm. Yeah, that, that's definitely another part of the the uh, conversation here, which is, you know, we're making a bunch of assumptions around drinking the water is important to you, writing the words are important to you. It's part of a bigger reason for showing up and, and you know, your why or your purpose or whatever, right? Or just enjoying something or it's an activity you like to do. So if we're just looking at at uh, the the habit itself and ways of being able to do something which we've already decided is important to us and all the reasons why uh, behind that. Another way of approaching it would be like, where can I slip this in that's going to make it easier to do? So let me give you an example. Uh, for the last couple of weeks, I've been weighing myself first thing in the morning. I don't normally weigh myself. I've got a bunch of other ways of tracking, you know, things that I, that, that I track and, and look at. But I thought I want to just look at um, overall weight. And, of course, that needs to be done consistently because there's so much fluctuation in a day. You know, I can, I can be well, anything up to probably two kilos, maybe three and a half, maybe even four pounds I can fluctuate in one day. So it's got to be at the same time of the day with the same conditions. And what I found is, that, okay, that's first thing in the morning. Well, I'm not super awake first thing in the morning. And, okay, I looked at my existing routine, which is walk out of the bedroom, walk down the hall, the bathroom's the first thing, then walk out, go into the kitchen and get water. Okay, right. Um, where were the scales? Uh, that was somewhere else. So rather than having to go bathroom, kitchen, then go off and find the scales, put the scales in between the bathroom and the kitchen so that I had to walk past them. Right, well, what have I done? From a consciously directing myself and energy conservation lens or perspective, I've reduced the amount of conscious thought required and energy required to weigh myself because I've literally put it in the part in my pathway. It's right there in front of me on my way to do the next thing. So I've hacked an existing routine or, or habit or series of, of things that I'm doing consistently every single day. And I've just inserted one more thing. And if I look up on the board here, I could weigh myself every single day for the last almost three weeks. I haven't missed a day. Um, same conditions, uh, 
same, just about the same time of the day, and it took no effort whatsoever. There was no reason, real huge reason why I thought, oh, I'm going to track this thing, insert it into an existing routine, done. It, because I've minimized the amount of energy and conscious thought required to do it by, again, just hacking an existing routine. So there are different ways that we can do this. It's a question for you, though. You said you're going away, right, for Christmas. That's why you're like, you're taking an air fryer and you're doing this. So what are you going to do? <laughs> How do you stay on track with something like that now that you're going away? Yeah, 100%. So again, plan ahead. Uh, I will have a, a list of things that I'll check to see and I'll add this to the list now that you've mentioned it. Um, yeah. Before I go, are there scales there? Yes. Okay, great. Well, I'll just find a way of putting it into that, the into thing. the routine yeah. there. Otherwise... Uh, will I take them? It probably depends on how much room we've got left in the car um, before we drive down there. So there may be a week where I don't do it. I would like to continue it, so it's highly likely that I'm going to continue doing that, and I'll just hack whatever routine is down there. Um, but it's probably, because it's first thing in the morning and it's quite simple and it only takes a couple of minutes, it's probably not something I'm really going to have to think too much about. But, oh, but I how, how do I maintain this when I go away? Yeah, but see, I think it's also because you are deciding if this is something that's important enough for you to actually keep up with, right? And I think for any of our listeners, that's what it is. When I'm certainly not saying that you need to you need to keep up with everything that you're already doing. I think it's to decide what is important for you, right? It's nice to actually not think about things and be able to just switch your mind off and 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 relax. But if you're if you're doing that and you're calling it relaxation and yet all of these things start to bug you and build in your mind like, oh, I didn't do this. And then, and then guilt kicks in. You're really not going to enjoy it anyway. So I think it's about, you know, drawing this back to the beginning. It's, it's really about knowing for yourself what are what are prioritizing, you know, what are the things that you actually want to keep up with um, maintaining your own standards and of, of whatever, you know, is important to you over this holiday period and then being able to plan around it. Mm, yeah. And recognizing that a week or two off is not, you know, okay. not uh, the worst thing in the world. It's okay. No. Yeah. It's going to be fine. As long as you know how to get so, back on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I like your idea of you know, pick, like pick a, a few things. Holiday. Exactly. <laughs> I like, I really like your idea of picking a few things, prioritizing those, make sure you're keeping them up as a habit. And I would say that you know, thinking about that for myself, certainly the reading, the little bit of work, obviously all the health stuff I will maintain. I may not do it every single day, but I'm certainly not going to leave it three days before I get back to this stuff because I know it's just going to throw me out for the following week. Mm -hmm. I like that. Well, it's going to be interesting because this is the first time I'm really, you know, trying to, to do something different. And I mean, the health thing is a big one for me, like trying to actually keep up with some form of physical activity. So I think that's going to be, you know, that that's that's going to be my number one priority, I think. I'm going to be pretty proud of myself when we speak, huh? Yeah, report back after the yeah. uh, after yeah. the holidays and we'll see. We'll do failure the check, go failure the or success. Full disclosure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so any final thoughts uh, for this episode? No, if this is our last episode before the holidays, just wishing everyone a happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. And uh, prioritize that energy because when you <clears throat> when you have that energy, when you can show, like I'm a little bit sleep deprived today. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Um, That's why we heard your brainy at the at the beginning, right? 
was it? Yeah, what did I say? Brainy, let's see if Brainy worky today. Yeah, let's see if Brainy is worky today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, prioritize energy, prioritize sleep. So I'll prioritize, like knowing about, and I knew that last night was going to be like that and up early this morning on a packed day today. Uh, I will put sleep at the top of my list for tonight to recover, but I'll also eat really well today and there's no alcohol involved or anything like that. So I'll be able to to weather this slightly sleep deprived from last night. But I, I think pri- my, my ta- takeaway is prioritize your energy. You know, if if you're going to drink, Go one for one with water, one alcohol, one water, slow it down, stay hydrated, add some salt into the water as well. Uh, Get good sleep where you possibly can, get sunlight, uh, eat well when you can, plan ahead, make sure that, you know, if you're going away, take the stuff with you. Like, I'm taking a friggin' air, I'm taking the air fryer, I'm taking the air fryer, I'm taking the meat with me, (laughs) we're going to take an esky full of full of really good quality meat because uh, I don't know what is going to be available down there. Um, put your workout first is probably not a bad idea because then once the day gets underway, it's a little bit harder to do that. That's going to be a tough one for me actually because I don't like working out first thing in the morning. I find it pretty awful. I usually work out during the middle of the day. So even even for me, I mean, getting on the bike, I've gotten into a habit of doing it at night right? Sort of last thing. So putting on a show and then, and then, and then doing it. So that's going to be really big for me, but I, I, I'm also conscious of the wider effect it has on the family. If I, cause I only, because I noticed what happened at the weekend when I went shopping and just the pressure I was putting on the kids to like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. I was like, it's not fair. You know, they're really enjoying everything. They're enjoying the more life felt like a a donkey in the process you always felt like oh my god (laughs) you know so so it's gonna that this is gonna be different for me as well like trying to like just shift things around a little bit so that i can just enjoy myself and accommodate whatever else i want to get done well we'll find out we'll report back after the holidays so happy holidays everyone hope you enjoy spending time with your family and friends and we'll see you on the other side stay happy healthy and safe